0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're looking at this chapter 11 in Hebrews, such an inspiring chapter, Colin. Obviously, it's all about faith and people of faith, and we're talking about Abraham now. In verse 11, we read, By faith Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. Um, we've got to just do a little bit of uh, thinking here, haven't we? Imagining the scene. Um, Abraham and Sarah are in their mid-seventies. And... Sarah has been barren, unable to have children. So you would think, right, mid-70s, that's it, impossible. And even Abraham would be pushing it to be the father of a child at that age. So, okay, unlikely. But God says you're going to have a son. The longing and desire of your heart is going to be fulfilled. Now, for the next 25 years, they're getting older and older and older. And therefore, the miracle gets less and less likely. And finally, it was unlikely at the beginning. It becomes seemingly more impossible. So much so, you would say, did we really hear God? I mean, you know, I heard him when I'm 75, I'm now 95. Did we imagine And nothing's happening. I mean, was this just wishful thinking, was it God? Except Abraham knew the voice of God. Because he'd heard God saying, get up and go, and he left his country and went, as we saw yesterday. Then when he's 99, (laughs) God says to Abraham, get ready, it's about to happen. So... You know, you can just imagine well you shouldn't imagine too much, but I mean you know, Abraham looks at Sarah and and I mean, at that age you don't look as if you're at the childbearing age, do you? I mean <laughs> and he's gotta think Yes, well but God has spoken. So what happens? The following year, Isaac was duly born. So, you know, nothing is impossible with God. And why? Well, the scripture says here in verse 11, because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. Do you remember what we were uh, seeing earlier in the week? That... To believe God, to trust God, is to believe that he is who he is, which is the faithful one, and that he is the rewarder of those who trust him. Now, it's clear from, if we go back to the Old Testament scriptures, that at times, Abraham wavered a little bit, and Sarah even tried to help by suggesting, well, why don't you have a child? by my servant, but of course that was not the promise of God. So he did have a child by the servant, Ishmael, but God's promise was that he would have a child with Sarah and that was going to be the child of promise, Isaac. So you see, even though he, he tried to help God out, God didn't need his help because God knew what he would do that he would be faithful to what he had said. It does beg the question, why does God leave it so late so many times? There's a verse, isn't there, in Scripture which says to us, the testing of our faith proves that it's genuine. Now, Father uh, Abraham is going to be the father of many nations. So, For that to be the case, God needed someone with great faith, really. I mean, with a faith that was tested. And we're reading about Abraham now, aren't we? Thousands of years after he existed. And God used this man as an inspiration, as a model of faith to the millions and millions, both of Jewish and Christian believers ever since. Why? Because we see from his example that he persevered in faith despite the circumstances being almost ridiculously against what God had promised. So, this speaks to us of the faithfulness of God to his word and promises, but also of the power and effectiveness of persevering faith. So, you know, God took Abraham through this so that we could talk about him today, so that we could see that really nothing is impossible for God. He can transcend the creation that he brought into being and the natural order of things, because God is supernatural, he's above the natural. So, you know, we need to thank God for Abraham and for his perseverance in faith. And so we read in verse 12, and so from this one man, and he as good as dead, (laughs) you know, when you're pushing 100, from him came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Uh, how, how, how did that happen? Just through Abraham having the son that God had promised. Do you think this begs another question, Colin, that how many times... Do we give up? We shrink back, as we heard the other day. And so, therefore, do not see what we might see if we had just kept going and our f- and kept the faith, kept our faith. Well, look at verse 13. I love this verse. Uh, I, I found that pastorally this is, this is such a strength. All these people, all that have been referred to so far, these, these uh, people of faith, all these people were still living by faith when they died. Now, you know, sometimes people say to me, I've got such faith. And I say to them, where have you got it? You know, does it itch? (laughs) Because to me, that's almost a meaningless statement. Because faith is a way of life. Your trust and confidence in God is a way of life, you don't don't just trust God for a particular objective because that's what you're praying about. But faith is really a relationship of trust with God. And where that relationship exists, as with Abraham, yes, you might make mistakes along the way, but nevertheless, because it is your way of life, God always brings you back to the point of faith. Because it's a way of life, you're still living by faith, even when you come to your deathbed. So, you know, even when we, we've been talking, haven't we, uh, about, you know, what happens when somebody dear to you um, dies and you've been praying for their healing. I, I, I always believe the important thing is that everybody concerned is going by faith right to the very end. You can't do anything more than that. And if God takes someone to to be with himself, then okay, one has to accept that. Um, But the point is that we are persevering in faith, that faith is a way of life. But I I really believe, because I mean, I've been preaching and living this and seeing it in people all around me all, all through my life, that. A people of faith like that sometimes will have horrendous circumstances that they have to face, real challenges to their faith when unexpected things happen. and, and Yet what you see is that because faith is their way of life, they come through it. They, they don't fall apart they don't give up on God and they realize that God doesn't give up on them either. But they, they see that in the faithfulness of God, he sort of carries them through. They walk through the fire, but they're not burned. The waters may seem to sort of come over them, but they're not drowned they pass through, they're brought through. That's the life of faith. And I believe that's what God is calling us to. Jesus didn't tell us everything would be easy. He said in the world you will have tribulation because we're living in a fallen creation and there's, you don't need me to say how many problems there are in the world around us today. But he said, but be of good courage. I have overcome the world. And if we read the letters to the churches in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, at the end of each of those letters, the Spirit says, he who overcomes will inherit the crown of life and all the other promises. And it's in the midst of all the tribulation that exists in the world that God, by his grace, enables us to overcome when we live lives of trust in him and when we persevere in that faith because it's a way of life. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.